Hey guys, welcome back to episode three of the Axion Media Podcast. Today we are talking about preamps, faders, and gain staging. These three things will be the most important part in creating your mix. So we're going to start out with preamps. Preamps are electronic circuits that allow us to control a parameter sometimes referred to as gain or a headamp. We use preamps to control the input volume or gain of an individual input. Here's why we would want to do that. Let's compare two different inputs, a vocal and a snare drum. As you can imagine, a snare drum is going to be significantly louder than a vocal, and why would we expect anything different? But if we go and listen to any modern mix, what is the loudest sound? It's almost exclusively the lead vocal. So how do we get that lead vocal to be louder than the snare drum? We use the gain control on the preamp. We won't go into all the electrical things happening, but you will notice that as you turn the gain up on a particular input, the input meter, which is the meter that lights up green to orange to red, will start to fill up and eventually light up the red peak or clipping light. Now in some soundboards, there might only be one green light instead of many, and that green light might say SIG or for signal next to it, and another red one labeled clip or peak. So how do we know how far to turn the gain knob up? On some soundboards, the meters have numbers beside that can help us determine how far to turn it. First, let's make sure the channel fader is turned all the way down. The goal with gain is to get everything to an even input level. On most digital boards, the best rule of thumb is to turn it up to where the level is metering within the orange lights, but never hits the red. We want to get it as loud as possible without distorting. And when we hit those red lights, it's going to distort. When you're preparing for a sound check, the best thing to do is ask whoever is singing or playing to do so at the loudest volume that they will play or sing. Make sure that as you turn the gain knob up, the red clip or peak light never lights up, but you are metering within the orange or you're getting a good, solid, strong signal on the meters. If you hit the peak light or the red clip light, it will produce distortion and damage the integrity of the sound. Now many people will say to turn the gain up as high as it will go without peaking. While this is a great theory for mixing, when setting gain for live sound, people always play a little bit louder than they do during sound check. Now on a meter that goes from infinity to zero, I'm looking to have the signal peak between negative 18 and negative 12. I don't want it to go much louder than that. I might try and get it to average in between if it's a very consistent instrument like a piano. Um, but if it's a kick drum, I'm probably going to look for it to peak around negative 12. And the reason is whenever people start playing in the actual concert or service or whatever you're doing, um, they may play it a bit louder as the energy level comes up in the room. Now on a single light meter, the one that only says signal with a green light and peak with a red light, and there's no actual numbers gauging how loud the signal is, the way that I measure this is going to be by turning the gain up to the point where the signal does start hitting that peak red light, and then turning it back down to where it no longer hits that, and give it just a little bit extra down, so that way whenever people get excited during the during the performance that they don't actually go up and hit that red light again. So remember, as we're setting gain structure, we have the faders down so you're not hearing the signal through the house speakers, and we're also making sure that the musicians and the singers are singing and playing at the loudest volume that they're going to uh, be playing during the performance. So that means make sure that the volumes are turned up all the way, 
make sure that they're giving you something reasonable. They're always going to be more energetic during the performance, which is going to lead to a louder signal than sound check. But make sure that they're trying to give you at least what they think will be the loudest. So next we're going to talk about faders. Faders are what you could consider to be the main volume control for a soundboard. Now take a chance to look at the faders on a soundboard. Start out by looking at the numbers labeled next to the faders. You'll notice that as you go up the fader, the space between the numbers increases while the values between each number decreases. This is because the faders work as a logarithmic fun function. It may be useful to search for a graph of a logarithmic function to visualize what's actually happening on the fader. The main takeaway with the fader is to realize that small movements at the bottom will result in very large volume changes. If you look, one inch of movement from the bottom of the fader will result in an over, in over a 30 decibel increase in volume. Now that same movement at the top of the fader may only result in a 10 dB change in the volume. So now let's take a look at what those numbers mean. Every fader will have a position about three quarters of the way up the fader that says either zero or unity. If we think of a fader like a floodgate, then having the fader set at zero means that the signal that comes into the soundboard is not being turned up or down. Whatever level that is set from the gain levels that we talked about before will be the level that goes out of the channel to the speakers. If the fader is set at negative five dB, then the signal that comes in through the preamp will be turned down by 5 dB. In an ideal situation, all of our input faders will start at zero and we can mix the song by making small adjustments. The reason we want the faders to live around zero is because at this level we have the greatest fine adjustments that can be made due to the logarithmic nature of the fader. On top of that, we're going to preserve the sound quality by limiting the manipulation of the audio signal. Keep in mind that the fader adjustments that you make are not changing how the signal comes in the console. The preamplifier that we talked about earlier is changing the input volume of the signal and the fader is just turning that up or down. So you need to make sure that at every stage you don't hit that red clipping light because even if you may have not hit it at the gain stage, if you're going to push the fader up, say plus 10 dB, it could clip at the fader stage and not at the preamp. So you need to make sure that at every stage of volume that you're not going to be hitting that clipping line. Now, the one thing to keep in mind is that if you have a bunch of faders, say you have 30 different inputs for a band, and you have them all set to be at, say, minus 10 below where the the peaking light will turn on. If you turn all of those up to even zero, when they sum together at the master fader for the output, they may be too loud for the output and they may clip on the way out of the soundboard. So at every stage, you need to make sure that you're checking the meters because there will be meters for every different stage. There will be meters on the master fader. There will be meters for the faders. There will be meters for the gain. There will be meters if you go into a mix. Say you take all of your drums and put them in a drum mix, and then the drum mix goes to the master fader and out of the console. You need to make sure that at every stage, you're not hitting that red clipping light. It's a great indicator um, to use whenever you're setting the preamp level, but you also need to be aware of it as you continue down the line throughout the entire console and make sure that at no point 
at all that the red clipping light is being hit. I know sometimes it's it may be tempting because you're not getting the volume that you want from the input. But perhaps that may mean the speakers aren't turned up loud enough, your amps aren't turned up loud enough, um, something else. There should never be a time where you have to push the volume from the console to peaking to get the volume that you want. It will be somewhere else. I hope all of that made sense. If you guys have any questions, be sure to send me an email at josh at axionsocial.com and I'll be sure to answer that in email or if I get enough, I will definitely make a whole episode on questions about this topic. Thank you guys for listening. Next time in episode four, we're going to be talking about EQ. So stay tuned for that and have a great day.